What up, GWB Nation? This is your host, Ben Mayfield. Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a super exciting episode. I have my friends Nathan Dickens and, and Kaylee Matthews, and it's the first time they've ever met each other, and they're both into college ministry. I was huge in college ministry. They're just fun personalities. The The chemistry in the room, the three of us just talking, is great conversation. We talk about friendships. We talk about people who miss make us laugh, uh, just different stories, and it's, it's humorous. I hope you're going to enjoy this conversation as we just talk to one another and get to hear each other's insights of college and, and faith and, and friendships and all the different so ins and outs of, of this episode. I do want to mention a couple of things. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the Great Web Buffalo Podcast. We're also on Apple Podcasts and Podbean. If you'll leave us a five-star rating, just real quick, just do us five stars. be fantastic. If you write us a review, it helps the channel out tremendously, so please do so. If you feel led, it helps us out a lot. And also, about mid-August, we're hoping to release some of our merch. So if you're into getting some stickers, some t-shirts, things like that, or the Great White Buffalo Podcast, please help us out. Be on the lookout for it. We're really excited. We have a couple more episodes coming out real soon. We got a couple episodes of Nathan and Kaylee. We have some episodes with Alex, Anna, and Katie. That's a really fun episode that's coming out soon. So just been listening, subscribe so you know when those episodes come out. We love you. Thank you for joining the herd. Y'all are the, y'all are the movement. Y'all are the soul of this podcast. We appreciate it. We appreciate the dedication and the fans that we have. We love y'all so much, and thank y'all for listening. If y'all want feedback to send to us, Instagram us on the, the Great Above Podcast. DM us. Let us know. We want to improve the podcast for you, the listener. So thank you for joining the herd. Hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare, the Great White Buffalo, the Great White Buffalo podcast with Ben Mayfield. Hello, GWB Nation. This is your host, Ben Mayfield. Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Today, I am joined by two wonderful guests. They are incredible human beings. They're dear friends of mine. I have Mr. Nathan Dickens. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Okay. And then on the other mic, I have Miss Kaylee Matthews. What's up, Kaylee? <laughs> Kaylee. I had to. I had to. <laughs> Kaylee's got her own sound effect. <laughs> For the show, because she, she's a little bit of a big deal. So, anyways, your both is crazy. Is they Nathan and Kaylee have both been in Athens, and Kaylee just graduated UGA in Athens, but Nathan w- was living in Athens many many moons ago. Many many, many but moons ago. Y'all have similarities. Y'all been to like just talking about like a restaurant. What restaurant are we talking about? Calientitos. So Calientitos. Oh, is that like a Mexican restaurant? It's I'm like, guessing. Cuban, yeah. but yeah. yeah, yeah. Cuban, Cuban's the best. It's so good. It's the best, it's, best it's, description. It's great. Yeah, if and you're there, if you're in Athens, there's two spots. Go to it. I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, today's episode, I just, I just want to make people know that your wife went to UGA at some point. I never uh, went to UGA. You <laughs> both lived in, <laughs> Athens in Athens at some point. Okay. All right. I was never smart enough. <laughs> no. Okay. That's a very, very true fact. <laughs> I applied like four times, and every time for I real, yeah, I didn't. Even, well, not four. It was like 
At least six. Like two or three, and I, I, I don't even know if I got like rejected letters anymore. They just kind of, ha, 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 no. And I was like, ooh. Was it, I mean, I'm guessing it's grades or maybe not a good essay writer. I don't know. Well, the thing was is I, I didn't apply coming out of high school because I knew I would never get in, so I didn't even try there. But then what happened? Went to West Georgia, right? Went to West Georgia Wolf for Pat? a year, and then I went to Gainesville State before it became UNG, Fighting the Oconee geese. campus. And oh, cool. I did that for a year and a half, and then. But the a thing of, was, a lot of people do that though to oh, transfer yeah. into UGA. And and my plan was to go into UGA, um, even though I, it's not that I didn't want to go there, but I don't know why I would have gone there. It was just because I didn't want to travel to Gainesville when my class was coming up. But I was foolish, and there were two. There was one class I think I failed there, and maybe one that I either almost failed, or, or I think I only failed one or two, and those are the only class I've ever failed my whole life, but it was because I was just lazy. I just, I there was one class that had four grades, and they were all tests, and I just didn't show up for the third one, and I was like, uh. I was like, and, and I was stupid. I didn't uh, email the professor. I was just like, well, I think he dropped the one of our lowest grades. I was like, whatever. And then the final I thought was on a Thursday and like Wednesday night I was, or Tuesday night I was playing Halo with some of the roommates or something. And I was like, oh, I should probably study or look when this is. Um, Halo 1, and, two, Oh, oh I think it was, a, it was a, maybe a Monday. Either way, I missed the final. No. And I, you know, I was like a day or two after the final that I was supposed to be. And I was like, oh, no. And instead of emailing the professor, I just kept playing Halo and just took an F and it was it was the most foolish thing I've ever done. Oh, so because wow. of that, well, I just wasn't going to get into UGA. Um, Dang. So I, I almost felt sorry for you because like, I thought you were going to say like, Ooh, no, oh, no, no, I no. woke up at 8 a.m. and had to go take this final. No, no, no. Don't don't, like, don't feel sorry for me. <laughs> I, uh, I did not do the work, so I deserved everything I got there. I've only failed two classes in my career. I failed. Not just like, I got plenty of C's and B's and a couple A's in my day. But in high school... In high school, not college, high school, I got a 68 in Spanish 1. And I was Did you like... take that with Miss Santiago or Miss Carson? Um, I, w- I took it with... Um, oh, my gosh. It was a sp- she was a Spanish-speaking teacher. Santiago? Yeah, Santiago. She, she, she got married and went to Miss Carson. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I took her. It's been a while. And it's been like 10 years. It's been <laughs> over 10 years. It was like <laughs> sophomore year. And... Failed and I was like, "Listen, lady, two points. Like, just give me two points so I don't take this again." She was like, "No, you must take it again." And so I took it online, got like a B, and it was fine, whatever. And then I had took Spanish two with Miss Stacy, who is super nice lady, Spanish two because you had Mm -hmm. two foreign language. Got a sixty nine, sixty nine. That sucks. That's the worst. I said, I said, I said, Stacy, listen. (laughs) You're a wonderful human being. My dad, you're semi your boss. Like you scratch my back. You work, I scratch you, you work that angle right there. Yeah, I try that's to work so, it so hard. No, and she was so like, bad. I don't know, Ben. And I even I even went to Puerto Rico that summer and I brought her stuff back from Puerto Rico. I was like, Hey, I brought you stuff <laughs> from a Spanish speaking country. Oh my gosh. And she's like, Oh, that's so sweet. Sixty nine. So foreign <laughs> languages are not your thing. No, no, no. And then I took it again and got like a C. It was fine. Nice. And then and some of you are probably wondering, Ben, well, what about college? Did you not fail Spanish in college? Well, what I did was I waited till like my last year in college where I had to have that foreign language credit. And I found out one of my youth kids from Delonica's mom was a Spanish professor. No. And I said, listen, 
you know me. We've been on trips together. She's like, I love you so much. I was like, I need this class to graduate. She said, I got you. Boom, passed the class. So she did your work for you? No, no, no. She gave me a 70, like two to pass the class, but that's all I needed. So Spanish is not my strong point. Um, I Here's the thing, too. This is going to be a perfect segue. I know I'm talking way too much. But I believe, and everybody listening to this podcast, please don't roll your eyes when I say this. But as a teacher, I know there are students who are dyslexic in English. Dyslexic in English. There's dyslexia in math where it's just numbers and not even letters. There's different types of dyslexia. I'm about to say a statement. You are not. You I are am not. dyslexic don't, don't throw in that Spanish. Out there. Don't throw that out there. I think that's what it is. You just don't understand? No. That's okay. You just don't I, know Spanish. That's I don't okay. think that I think you can it be could dyslexic be a, in one language and not another one because they're the but same they're complete, alphabet. No, it's, it's not. Same, it's, what alphabet's the same in Spanish? There's like three letters that aren't the same, that are added in, in Spanish that are not. This is why you are didn't you do well The letters are the same shape. Oh They're the my same God. letters. Okay. That's not, it doesn't mean it's the same it's, thing. It's, it's the same pronounced alphabet. differently. It's the same alphabet. I didn't not say it was alphabet. the same language. It's, it's the weird because when I look at a Spanish alphabet, I don't say A, B, C, D. I say A, B, you, C. D, you're not dyslexic. Well, I didn't know you were a professional diagnosis. I'm asking all the professionals listening to help me out here. <laughs> I hope I'm proved wrong, but I, I have a feeling I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I'm just dumb in Spanish. Anyways, um, <laughs> there's a great segue to our next topic, which I want to talk about. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm laughing still. <laughs> One day, I want to get a t-shirt for the podcast that says, I'm just less in Spanish. Um, but it's like misspelled or something. Yeah, but I think only you're the only person that's going to wear it. Oh, ouch! Jeez, I'm hoping I'm hoping I'll catch on. Like the listeners are like, yeah, me, <laughs> me too. too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm right there with you. Um, if you made lower than an A in Spanish, you're qualified to wear that T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you make an A in Spanish or you make a B? I made I made a B. I've made a B before in Spanish, but I mostly made A's. Oh wow! I bet your parents were super Over disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's Kaylee with that B. You know, sleep outside tonight, Mike. <laughs> no dinner. <laughs> yeah, no dinner. <laughs> you know, Nathan got an F, and his dad gave him a car. Like <laughs> that did not. <laughs> not, did not at the not same happen. time. Um, anyways, my question <laughs> or my first topic I want to talk about. I'm sorry, dyslexics in Spanish. Is I just read a book. It's called Burn In. I'm in grad school right now. I'm talking about being dumb. I'm get my master's degree. And I had to read a book for class called Being Burned In instead of Being Burned Out. And talk about teaching the world, how within the first five years of teaching, people get burned out. Either different ways of like they over you know, exert themselves, they put too much into it and they get burned out easily. They don't pace themselves. Maybe it's the stresses of the job that stresses them out. And it was a really interesting book. And all three of us currently work in some field of ministry. Nathan works in college ministry as the Wesley director. Kaylee's about to start with the Navigators, which is a college ministry at UGA. I work in student ministry at Coming First. So we all work in ministry on different levels. And teaching and ministry go hand in hand. I mean, Jesus was called rabbi, which is, means teacher. And so I was wondering, I know y'all haven't read the book, but what are some ways that maybe you have found that people do get burned out within college ministry, since you're both within the college ministry field? How do they get burned out? And how do you suggest students not get burned out? How do you not get burned out? How do you stay fresh? How do you stay engaged? How do you stay paced into y'all's fields? Um, yeah, well, I think, so I've experienced burnout over the course of 
college and um, even in this, like in my season right now of funding, getting ready to go to campus have been like, there are times that I felt burnout from it. And I think um, one thing that's been key is just having boundaries and having rest and knowing when it's like, when I'm done working for the day, I'm done working and I'm not going to keep working um, or to, to spend time doing things in ministry that are, that are just things you have to do in ministry, but also being reminded of the things that I really enjoy about ministry, the things that I think are really fun about ministry and being able to hang out with people that maybe I know through ministry, but just in a non-ministry context when I'm not having to lead or, or anything like that, but I'm just with peers. I think that's, that's huge. And, um, I think taking time to just, to just not be, do that and to recognize in the midst of, as I do ministry, that I'm not trying to sell myself. I don't have to perform. Like, that's not what I'm there for. That's not my job. And I think that's a lot of when I feel burnout is when I'm being. But do you feel like sometimes you do feel like you have to perform a little bit? Because I know, like, like in my role, I have to, I have to talk, I have to give sermons Mm -hmm. or I have to, like, run programs. I know yours is more of a relational get to know them right. so this is maybe a little less performance but sometimes i feel like and maybe nathan knows this too i kind of in a sense like i shouldn't it's not a performance per se but i feel like if i don't have my a game up or at least my b game people like go oh well then what you just did isn't good enough mm-hmm. for what i want therefore like you know they, they're disengaged we talked about this before about like if they're not entertained in church then they're not going to come. And it's like, well, are you trying to be entertained or are you trying to be fed? Right. You know, that's like that, that weird balance. I'm not to interject. No, I think that there's a, I just think that there's a difference between like being on your A game and, and being, and actually knowing what, what you're there for and being on your A game because you're trying to sell yourself or to like be the best at everything, which is impossible. Literally no one can do that except for Jesus. And he was God. So, um, so I think that has been a huge thing for me to notice over the years of which am I presenting this version of myself that I think people want or am I just being who I am? And there is, I am like kind of by nature a performer. I enjoy that. I don't mind being the center of attention. It doesn't stress me out. But I think within that there's a version of myself that I can present to people that's fake and there's a version of myself that I can present that's real. And people actually like the real version better shocker surprising um because it's real but i think i can get caught up in trying so hard to be who i think people want and i forget who i am and that's when it's really exhausting and i get burnt out Uh, more so than when i'm just being who i am and like being a real human being and letting other people like me enjoying that and letting other people enjoy me for who i actually am do you find yourself where like Maybe some of the people that you feel like you're saying they know they like the real you. Do you find that easier with people that you don't know as deeply, or do you find yourself even when you're closer friends putting on a fake Kaylee versus a real Kaylee? Where do you find like which one do you feel like can see you more real? So because I feel like sometimes we're realer. I found myself with strangers that I am with people that I know mm-hmm. for a long time. It's because the people I've known for a long time may have more sense of who I am and have like stipulations and judgments on me versus a complete stranger. I'm like, Oh, I'll show you my real self yeah. in a heart because <laughs> you don't know who I am. Like, have, have you, have y'all noticed that at all? Like, yeah, I know that 
I think there's a few people in my life that know me well enough to see right through any facade that I try to present. And so I've just given up trying um, because I know that they'll they'll call me on my crap immediately. But I think that there's there's like right outside that inner circle. It can be really easy to just be be kind of fake. Like, yeah, I'm fine. I have it all together. Like, what's what's going on with you? And, and with strangers, sometimes if someone asks me a real question, I'll actually answer honestly, more honestly than I will with someone in kind of one of those inner circles but it's still like an outer inner circle and not the inner inner circle right yeah i can i find um i don't know i find it easier with people that i actually know to be myself and that's only because with people that don't know me very well it's just easy to put on um a facade or they they see me for what they like what they may Mm -hmm. think but they don't see the fullness of me i think that's important as you're um, trying to find burnout. I mean, you were talking about uh, rest, and that's why I was. It's kind of funny. We're so connected. Um, we have so many distractions. We have so many things going on, and that we feel like we always need to be, again, entertained or distracted or what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I, I was actually reading this uh, this little case study uh, about um, this children's minister who came into this uh, this uh, church and change their children's program, and it was, and there's nothing wrong necessarily, but it was very much, the way that they described it was very Nickelodeon, very upbeat all the time, like just go, 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 and uh, one of the uh, pastors was just worried if, you know, they weren't teaching about rest and being quiet, you know, I mean, Jesus always went off and and took time to Mm -hmm. rest and and to be quiet, and to just, you know, you think about uh, um, Elijah up in the, the mountains, and uh, how he was in the crack of a mountain and, um, you know, uh, that God wasn't in the fire. He wasn't in the earthquakes. He wasn't, he was in the whisper. And I think so often in order to avoid burnout, and that's, I was looking this up uh, in that case study, they brought up Isaiah thirty fifteen and it says, this is what the sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, and repentance and rest is your salvation and quietness and trust is your strength, but you would have none of it. And, uh, I don't want to just take out a verse, you know, understanding the context, but that's just what was presented in this case study. I think it's very true that right now and today, we're just so, um, we perceive to be so busy. We keep ourselves so busy that we don't really find rest. And when we think we're finding rest is that we just sit down and we binge watch Stranger Things or we binge watch (laughs) something or we we do something that we think is bringing us rest, but it's really not. It's not, um, and it doesn't have to be loaded down uh, like a certain way. I mean, you got to find rest how, how you need it, but um, for me, in order to avoid burnout, I need rest, and uh, because I believe in Jesus, which is I not need, just sleep. No, no, I need rest for me um, because I'm around a lot of people all the time. I'm I'm naturally I, I found as I've gotten older, I'm more I, I get recharged a lot being more introverted, spending mm-hmm. time alone, being alone, being able to go through drives through the mountains, being able to just get in a car and drive somewhere, just sit on the back porch and listen to my chickens and my dog run around, whatever it is, like just spending time just being alone. Um, but I'm always around people, and it can get kind of exhausting. But I've found that some of my closest friends, some of my uh, family members, like being with them is very restful. Mm-hmm. Even when there's noise going around, even when there's things going around, is that you've got to make time. Here's the thing, is that sometimes, uh, and it's good to perform, and it's good to give your best, but Sometimes if we're not careful, we think it's about us. Like if I don't do this, then it doesn't get done. If right. I don't do this. And uh, the thing is, is that sometimes it, it needs to not get done. You know, back when, you know, at least I was younger, um, when I got home from school or at, 
I think we may have had DSL when I was like in middle school or something. Like, you know, I mean, it was just like dial up and it like you didn't get on the internet. And if you did and someone picked up the phone, it cut out the internet. And you're like, oh, great. <laughs> for, for the listeners who don't know what dial up is, that's before this high speed internet. Yes. <laughs> it was like, it was, beep. Do, 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 do. Yes. And it, it <laughs> was slow. And it, but you could get, there weren't cell phones. No one could reach you. I mean, you had a home phone, but you had to share with the fan. And so, when you got home, you were at home, but now we're so connected and we're always so busy um, that we don't take, like you said, putting up boundaries and, and taking real rest. And I think that's really good for um, uh, to avoid burnout and to be recharged is to set those right. boundaries that when I go home, even if it's, you know, unless it's like an emergency emergency, it can wait till tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and I think that's very important. Or you go on vacation someone sends an email unless it's an emergency don't even worry about it right. like let it be what it'll be right. and i think that that's very important to avoid it makes me, makes me think of uh, in scripture the story of martha and mary of how like a lot of times martha is like we we become martha we're trying to get stuff ready we're trying to get this done we're trying to get this just right we have to worry about our job we have to worry about this we have to get this ready we have to try to prepare for this this and this and this and then she goes jesus are are you not seeing what I'm trying to do? And he's like, yo, you need to be more like Mary. Be with me. Just be still. Like, come hang out with me. Come talk to me. Be like, I'm not saying what you've done isn't appreciated, but what I'm saying at the end of the day, you need to come spend time with me. I feel like a lot of times we get distracted with like what's in teaching or ministry or mm-hmm. nursing or doctors, whatever it may be, is we get so busy just trying to get all these things done that we forget that we need to take time with ourselves and time with Jesus. Well, there's there's a time and place for everything. I mean, there's a time to work your butt off and to, and to get stuff to done. Absolutely. Right. There's a time to rest. There's and and we're always sacrificing one thing over another. And so as you start, you know, you got to prioritize your time and and like okay, so if I spend all my time at work, well then you know, for people that are married and have kids, are you sacrificing that time with family with with kids? Are you are you what are you sacrificing? And that's where you've got to. Um, prioritize what's going on and set up healthy boundaries and then to be able to uh, have a more full-fledged life. I mean, uh, we're only got so many number days mm-hmm. on this earth. And so what do we want it to be about? Well, I worked hard my whole life and what, you know, and, and that's good work hard, but also like what else besides that? What right. are you, what are you building besides that? What are you accomplishing besides that? I think it's very important to have those boundaries. I had a, a couple of friends who they're married and have a couple of kids and they're talking about the wife does pretty well, you know, financially does, does a well job, but she's super stressed out. Like she's got a job that's super stressed. It's corporate. Like it's all these things that she does and stresses her out. And it's like the kids can see it, that it's stressing her out, that it's a hard work schedule that she keeps but it's like, well, at the end of the day, like we have a certain lifestyle, and if I don't do this, we don't have that lifestyle. And it's like you just have to judge where your priorities are. Your priorities, well, the way we're living now, our priorities. Maybe we cut down on a lot of things, but we have more time together, you know. And mm-hmm. in the day, what's going to be more important? I'm not trying to say that you know, if you have a corporate level job, go quit your job, you know. <laughs> yeah. But you just you just got to analyze that. Uh, but that makes me think that kind of dives right into the next topic I want to talk about when we're talking about your inner circle and like who your inner people are is I was thinking about this today. My buddy Will 
Shout out to Will Helms. Um, on middle school camp, I was I was stressing, and he asked me, and he was not not about middle school camp. Middle school camp is probably my favorite thing we do all year. Um, shout out to middle school camp, and he was asking, like, man, I could tell something's up. I was like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. He's like, Nah, man, I, I've known you long enough. We're buddies in middle school, high school, college, like adult life. I know what's up. And I was like, Well, Will, there's like in my mind, I departmentalize of like sevens and aboves. I gotta go talk to somebody. But if it's like a four, five, six, I can handle it. You know, mm-hmm. if it's below a four, then it's just you know normal stuff. And he's like, Okay, I respect that. So, but for you and for Nathan and Kaylee and even myself, I can answer later. But who knows you best? Like, who knows you? Like, who's the person you go talk to when you have something on your heart? Who knows you best? Like, your humor. It could be maybe the same person. Maybe it's a different person. But I feel like everybody who listens to the podcast need to know their people. And, like, if you know your people, there's people you can pour into that have your back. And so I just was thinking, like, who are my people? Who are your people? And why are they your people? Mm-hmm. And then it, have you had some people who you thought you were people? Then you're like, hmm. Not really my people, you know, and, and not like in a mean way, but uh, just like, okay, push comes to shove, you got to shove. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I've got a lot of close friends and family that just know me extremely well and know my uh, ins and outs, uh, know my humor, I know, so know what goes on. Yeah, so I love much. you too, Ben. Uh, <laughs> I would say one of, and I, I could list a bunch of people, um, but I'm gonna, I'll, I'll stick with one right now, and well. Not me, so well, name another okay, person. Oh, gosh, okay, well, then yeah, let yeah, me yeah, think. Yeah, name another person. Um, <laughs> but the one person that I would say, and, and, and again, I have a decent amount of close friends I can name, but the one person that, that just I could go to with anything and that knows me backwards and forwards is my younger sister, Kathleen. Um, we, are, we are essentially, what are you laughing at, Ben? Uh, we, uh, we, we are... Um, she's a sweet gal. I love Kathleen. Shout out to Kathleen. She is a, she is a sweet gal. She... Uh, she and I, uh, imagine, just shave my beard and put long hair on me, and that's my sister. And then if you that's put true. a beard on her and cut her hair, then that'd be me. We are the same people, and, and we've always been. Uh, I grew up in uh, a military lifestyle, so we moved around a bunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've always been, my siblings, have, uh, all of us have always been really close. But my so younger f- sister. Four of you? Five yeah, of you? Yeah, four. there's four of us. Yeah. But my younger sister is just like, has always been my my partner in Christ. She's been my best friend since I can, I mean, remember and we've always always been that way and she just knows me and my siblings they all know me we're all like super tight and super close but you know she's just she's always just kind of been one of my best friends and I've got uh, I've got a bunch of close friends I got a lot of people in Dahlonega I got people all over that are just I I can call and just talk to and and I think that's very important to not limit yourself um, but to really be open to community and be open to people to um you know, not just limit to one or two or three, like just really open up and, and allow those friendships to, to blossom. But yeah, Kathleen is, yeah, for she's, real. She's, she's my best. Okay. What about you? I think, um, I'm not going to do what you did. I'm going to list a few people, but I think, <laughs> uh, the, the wow. way, <laughs> wow. Ooh, okay. All right. Breaking the rules. There actually weren't any rules. Um, I'm making my own. So All right. <laughs> beat your own drum. <laughs> Come on. The I think kind of the thing that I that I know when people have crossed the line is like there's the the classic, you know, hey, how are you doing question that is like common courtesy to ask people when you haven't seen them in a bit or um, are just like, hey, what's up? It's kind of just like another word, another way to ask, hey, what's up? And so the people that are that are the ones that know me the best are the people that 
ask me that question and I know that they don't want like good how are you doing you know the traditional courtesy response back but they they actually are like legit asking how I'm doing and they know that when they ask me that question they're gonna they've like already created the space for a real response if it is good that that's great and they want to know why I'm doing well and if it's not so hot then that's fine too and they want to know like why I'm not doing so hot and so I think um I'm trying to think of who, who knows my humor the best, though. That was a good well, question. Well, on a side note. Yeah, yeah. If for I've done this before. It's like, like a random day. Every time someone says, hey, how are you? Just saying, I'm terrible. Thanks for asking. <laughs> and just to see their faces, oh, they go, uh, <laughs> And then you're like, oh, 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 I'm just kidding, okay. I'm just kidding. It's like, well, you're not going to ask me why it's terrible? Like, you're not going to try to invest mm-hmm. in my life? And they're like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, this is, they cringe. It's so cringeworthy. It's awesome. I've never cringed. I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to know. I was just yeah, asking yeah, you to be was, nice, Ben. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Kathleen's also my best friend, yeah. too, so it's kind of weird. It's like, right, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I didn't date her, but, you know, it's like, not like other people. So. <laughs> what? Uh, anyways. So you so, dated around? Is no, no, no. Is that what you're trying to say, Ben? No, that's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Tell them about Miss Rogers. <laughs> so in high school, there was a teacher, and we had just moved up to Lumpkin County, and uh, uh, we were I, I was uh, hospital homebound for the first like month of school. I got real sick. Got a week back. And so whenever I got uh, to school, um, Kathleen was you know, we were in between like homeroom or so I forget what it was, but we were at our lockers and we were just they're talking. O- they're only one grade apart. Yeah, she's like. in ninth okay. grade. I'm in tenth grade, and. Uh, she, we were talking to each other, and uh, we were about to leave to go to our respective classrooms. And she said, "All right, I love you." And she gave me a hug. And Miss, a teacher, uh, <laughs> came out of like nowhere and was like, "Hey, don't do that, PDA. Don't do that, PDA." And my sister just looked at her and was like, "That's my brother." <laughs> and she like, she just looked kind of dumbfounded, and she was like, "Oh, well, just get to class." Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What the heck?" But. Yeah, no. It's hilarious. She, she just hugged you. Like, that's not even yeah, weird. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't yeah. even weird. It wasn't like we just dug each other. Siblings yeah. do, and that was it. It's like it was, Christian side hug. Like, not, they were raised. Yeah, know? I mean, yeah, absolutely. No, it wasn't that big of a deal. I was like, this is so weird. Hey, so hey, stop doing that in the hallway. It's like, what are you doing in the hallway, you <laughs> freak? Jeans. All right. Oh, man. She's a great teacher. Lovely lady. Uh, what about, so you're about to say, who knows your humor the best, though? Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. I think, um, well, okay, so probably the girl that's discipled me, mentored me for the past four years, I, I think I've, of the last, like, four years of my life knowing her, I've probably laughed the most with, with her, and some of that is the amount of time that I've spent with her, and also some of that is just, I feel like we have a similar things that just make us laugh really hard, even if they're really stupid, and just have a lot of inside jokes that we, we go back and forth. Even, like, road trips with her are super fun, because we will just turn the music up almost as loud as it goes and just like scream sing in the car but we have several duets that we like to to perform for people that, right. that have been re- really fun and i'm a terrible i mean we like lip sync I, I i can't sing she can but i cannot so yeah i would say with like nathan and i we have a lot of similar friends in our friend groups but if you get a bunch of our guys together like billy chris Avery, Winston, Peyton, Peyton yeah. who James, Josh, Josh uh, McKeever, Garrett. Garrett. Oh, <laughs> Garrett. He's going to the podcast soon. I'm really excited. But if you get like a group of us together, we're just rifting, like humor wise, right? Mm-hmm. We're just building upon one yeah. another, and it's hilarious. 
Uh, but if I had to like name a singular person, I'm gonna go obscure. I had this buddy named Bob Jasper. Shout out to Bob. And Bob and I grew up high school like 4-H together and went to college. You know, worked at summer camps and stuff. He is one of the most hilarious human beings I've ever met. And he and I can just like, I don't know. It's because it's Bob and Ben, like three letter B <laughs> names. I don't know what it is. We just like we just get each other. You know, we're not. I don't text Bob regularly. I don't talk to Bob regularly. Like we follow each other on Instagram, but when we're like back, it's like we never have left each other, and it's hilarious. We went to a wedding like maybe this past December, and he and I were just sitting together, and we were just we were just I don't even know just the most random things in this whole table. It was like we were putting on a show for the table, and they were just laughing hysterically. <laughs> and then we were on the dance floor. And you know I like to dance. I like to shake my tail feather. And Natural. Bob Bob was up there too. And we were just like doing everything. And the wedding had some college students, you know, college age or young adults, mm-hmm. you know, young 20s or whatever. But it was mostly older people. And so we were like getting the older people like, come on, y'all, come get in the dance floor. And we had some older people like, okay, I'll come <laughs> dance. And I was like, yeah. Like you got some ladies to come dance. It's hilarious. It's my boy Bob. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I feel like, I've I've decided as I've gotten a little bit older in life, um, I, I've decided, like I just try to be as transparent with people, and I I've formed a lot of relationships that are uh, that just they go not in a weird way, but they they, they go deep quick, mm-hmm. and that there are a lot of people that I consider very very close to me. I have some friends that are from you know middle school that are like I mean my my people that like it, it's hard to replicate that. And I don't think I should, but the thing is for me is that there are people like I've got a friend, um, Mikey, uh, he's the Wesley director at Texas, uh, Texas, you see, not a and is it, I met the a and Yeah, guy. Texas, did you meet Mikey? Texas. Uh, he came to Dahlonega to visit. No, that, no, 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 no. That was that a different was, guy? Yeah, that was a different guy. No, oh, okay, Mikey's at, um, West Texas A&M and, um, but Mikey and I didn't meet till last summer and we've only gotten to spend you know, a total of maybe 10 days around each other. But there's something about that relationship that's so special that's just raw and open and honest. Mm-hmm. And But I've got, you know, my friends Kale and uh, Adam and, you know, all of Kale's siblings, little Carson and Cameron that are just, I mean, those are like my deep people. Like I go back. That's who I thought you were going to say earlier. And I've got I've got my buddy Drew Eccles and uh, like Drew Eccles and I, I mean, gosh, one of my best friends. Like I've got a lot of people that are very close. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Chris, Ben, Bill, I mean, I could go on. Peyton, I, there are people that I go to, you know, Will. Uh, but I mean, it's just one of those things that, I mean, I think it's because I've decided to live a life where I don't. I think what's more important is just being open and honest and transparent as best mm-hmm. as possible. Um, and especially when you feel comfortable enough that when I feel comfortable with people, I'm willing to go there. And what I found is typically when you kind of take off the mask and, and throw away the BS that, you know, people are willing most of the time respond to Absolutely. that. And because of that, I'm able to go deep with a lot of people and I have a, a lot of people have meaningful impacts in my life. And that's what I want my life to be about. And so for me, it, it's kind of hard to, to navigate like who are your, you know, top three or top five. All I right. mean, I got some people that are yeah. right there, but, but still there's a lot of people that are just, I'm, I'm able to laugh with and get, and mm-hmm. it just, open up with be transparent with and it's i like that lifestyle i like having that you know yeah i have my close close people but i have a lot of people that i consider very close to me absolutely it makes me think of uh one of the guys you mix and uh mentioned is will maxwell and shout out to will and he is 
I don't know. So I don't know if you know this, Kaylee, or the listeners. Will uh, bought this house, lived in this house, and he had a situation where he had to move out. Some his house was sold or whatever, and he was asking Nathan, "Hey, like, do you know anybody?" And Nathan was like, "Well, I know Ben's got it, like a spare room. You should ask him." And Will Maxwell, who I've known, who I, who <laughs> the craziest events was. Will, Nathan, and our friend Marissa and I were supposed to go to a Braves game for a Need to Breathe concert afterwards. Well, Nathan and Marissa like bailed, and it was just Will and I. And I didn't know Will <laughs> super well. Like I knew him, but the two of us just went. And so like we hung out at the Braves game. Did a fast forward. He's like, "Hey, like you know, would you mind having a roommate?" And I was like, "I mean, I guess. Like I don't, I don't care." And so he came. He moved in. The greatest of roommates. Like, and I hope he listens to this. He's the greatest roommate. He didn't have a whole lot of stuff. He was always very clean. He read books all the time. Like, super, he's a lawyer. Like, he's super smart. And plus, like, I would come out and he'd be like reading page four of like this really intellectual book. And it's like, (laughs) oh, that's really cool. But you're talking about being like transparent and open. Will and I, we lived together for a year, which is crazy to think about. But through that, I went through a lot of like, crazy things I'm not proud of, things that were hard for me, things that were challenging. And this guy who I don't, you could, on paper, don't know super well. I mean, I haven't known him his whole life. I didn't grow up with him. I didn't go to college with him. But we started living together, and we started living life together. And he was very open about some of his struggles. I was open about my struggles. He went through relationship troubles. I was going through relationship issues. And so it, it was really cool to see someone who you wouldn't expect in your life that God put in your life. And when we became transparent, I would consider like Will one of my best buds. Like, I mean, he's fantastic. He's a good-hearted person. He's he's a solid man of God and just, I don't know, I love him. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think about, like, you know, Josh and Winston and, and you got Eric and, like, these guys that – it's doing college ministry. Yeah, they from were, Wesley. They yeah, were, yeah. they were, you know, people that were in my college, the college ministry I was running, and and you know, they doing life with them. Mm-hmm. They didn't. They're not students to me that were in the college ministry. They become some of my close friends. Like right. you know, Josh and I for years, we would every Sunday we'd get in my Jeep and we'd go around um, the North Georgia Mountains on the old forestry roads, and we would just talk about life. And like that's a bond that will never end. And, and you got, I mean, there are just so many people like that in my life that you wouldn't think so at first, but you, you naturally do life with them. And as you become transparent and open, they become people that you, they, they're your people for life. And mm-hmm. I think that that's important to be able to be open to that. Cause some people are like, I got enough friends. I got, you know, I got my five or six and that's, I don't need any more. But, um, to me, I'm, I'm always, I, I think, you know, this journey of life together is about, being with people and being open and be, having community and, 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 and like when I moved to, um, Dahlonega from Liberty County, I was living in South Georgia and then I, I moved up to North Georgia. I had some friends that were some of my close friends that Kales, Adams, all them. And, uh, I had friends up here, uh, Molly and Caroline and Drew P- or Drew Eccles and all that, but they all went to Georgia and then I introduced them to each other and then they all became really close friends. And so we all hung out all the time. Like we'd be in Athens and, and I'd have my North Georgia, South Georgia. And I, I love that. I love building community. I yeah. love building relationships that even now when we see each other, we're all hanging out. Like we all know it's so great. And I absolutely like even one of my South Georgia friends comes up 
um, for our, we do this annual um, Christmas dinner at uh, Pueblo's uh, with some of my <laughs> high school friends up here. And so he comes up and he's a part of that group. And wow. it's like, I mean, we're all just super close. And I, I love that. I absolutely love that. Yeah. One of my, um, one of my best friends, I was at uh, a summer training program in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, worked at Dollywood for a summer. And, um, and there was a girl, I remember I met her on the first day because my team leader, the girl who was like in charge of me and, and two other girls for the summer, um, knew her from her campus. They, they went to the university of Florida, boo gators, but whatever. Um, but I met her the first day and she walked in carrying a guitar and I was like, Oh, like, do you play? And she was like, yeah, I mean, kind of. And I'm like, I, right, this girl like learned yesterday. And then she later that day, like whipped out her guitar and was super talented and can sing really well. And I was like, I hate oh, you. That's so, annoying. <laughs> so annoying. I mean, she was like, she was trying to be humble about it, but I was like, Oh, cause I play the guitar too. And so I was like, I mean, she said kind of, you could like, be, is, you could be humble, but be realistic. What is like, kind like, of really you know? going on. Um, but then, but through that, I've just like, she taught me how to play the cajon that summer and um probably within four days of me knowing her just like sat down in front of me and was like hey so tell me your life story and I was like okay we're doing this you know like this is about yeah. to happen and then over the course of that those eight weeks she became one of my best friends and and we did another summer again together last year but had to do like long distance friendship and learn yeah. how to do that and um and she's getting married in October and I'm in her wedding and like oh, nice. I remember when she told me the, for the first time that she had a crush on the guy that she's marrying you know and so it's like that that relationship that I mean if I had never gone to that summer training program I never would have known her and um it's just sweet the way that yeah, when you're real with people, yeah. like you were saying, when you're transparent and you're just like, all right, I'll just trust you and I have no idea if I should, but I'm just yeah. going to do it. It like really builds, can build really strong friendships that are really sweet. Can I say that there is a difference in knowing how to play the cone and playing, the, like just hitting the <laughs> mess out of it? You know, some people are like, oh, well, you just hit it in same rhythm. No, you do not. Yeah. The people that just hit the cone thinking they play the cone, no. Like if you know how to play the cone, that is a great well, skill. Well, and Kaylee does. She does worship. For like the youth, sometimes. oh, I believe you, and like I believe you one. She's she's yeah, no, I absolutely believe you. That's what I'm saying. You know how to play the cajon, <laughs> but there are some people that are like versus that, like a Ben Mayfield, <laughs> like bah, 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 yeah. yeah, I'm really good. You're just saying on rhythm. It's like yeah, you're just you're just you're not you're not playing the cajon. <laughs> I've always thought there's like comedy bit of like where you get a guitar. I don't know if y'all remember like in high school. There's always that one guy that had like a guitar and he'd sit on the cafeteria table. And he had like four or five girls around uh -huh. him. And they're like, oh, this guy is so cool because he's different. He's edgy. And it's like, okay, whatever. His parents pick him up in a minivan. And he's not edgy. And like he would take the guitar and he would like 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 play like one like chord. Like, yeah, I've just been playing for a couple of years and just, you know, <laughs> learn how to play with so and so. Just I, I don't know. I just like I just feel the music and the soul. Hit the same strum. Pretend like he's tuning it. It's like, yeah, I've been just, you know, playing for a while. It's like, is this guy ever going to play, like, at all? Like, is he just going to go, and they go, oh, my ride's here. Okay. And, puts, and they're like, oh, my God, he's so good. It's like, he didn't play anything. Or if they do play it, Smoke on the Water, which is, is like four chords. It's not even Are you chords, just, just enlightening notes. us on your life? Are you just trying to call yourself out without, like, trying to call yourself out? It's like, I'm not going to say I've done you, that. You went but, into like, a lot of detail there for someone that's who like, just I would observed. Write that, that was like, what I would write for, like, an SNL skit. I think oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like a, no, he just secretly hated that guy. <laughs> I secretly because like, he got man. all the girls, even though yeah. he wasn't talented at all. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, you man. just made he up was, a story he was in your head. Notes in the corner. Yeah, yeah. 
That's not even going to happen. You're just in your mind. You're like, oh, this is exactly who he is, not even knowing anything. Well, you just taught everyone the trick, so you can't do it anymore. Okay, I'll stop doing that. (laughs) That's my playbook. Playbook (laughs) one-on-one by Ben Mayfield. Cross it off. (laughs) Cross it off. I won't do that one. Number 292 out. Do you want to know the first 291? (laughs) Is that what you're trying to say right there? Yeah. Listen, we don't want to get into it. We got to destroy your playbook. You don't want to get into my dating (laughs) life. My dating life is crazy. (laughs) I will say, like, have I ever told you about the eighth grade dance? <laughs> I think I've talked about it in the podcast before. This is a, I asked this girl Jennifer to to the eighth grade dance, and I was kind of nervous. Had, yeah, <laughs> shout out to Jen. If it was Jen and Ben forever. <laughs> we go to the eighth grade dance. I'm so excited. We went and ate dinner, you know, like with this group of friends, whatever. Our parents drove us. Where'd you eat? Uh, what to say? Oh, Charlie's. It was Ruby Tuesdays. Chili's. Probably Ruby Chili's. Tuesdays. Probably Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> uh, before Chili's was there. Ruby Tuesdays has that great salad. You know what I'm talking about? No. Ruby Tuesday and the salad? Dude, I haven't been to Ruby Tuesdays for, in like I don't two know if I've years. ever been to Ruby right. Tuesdays. Y'all didn't, y'all didn't grow up. Poor. You do not miss much. All right. <laughs> Anyways, Ruby Tuesdays is where it's at. Anyways, we get to the eighth grade dance. And I'm like, da 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 da. We're having fun. She's wearing a pink dress. Remember the whole thing? I was like, oh, I'm about to crush it. Like, I'm so excited. I'm a really good dancer. Slow dance comes on. I'm like, all right, this is the moment. Like, let's go. This is it. I'm looking for her. I'm scanning. Because she was, like, talking to her girls. And I was like, where's Jennifer? Boom. Catch her. She's slow dancing. The first slow dance of the, like, of the dance with a different guy. What a bee. <laughs> what, what a bee. <laughs> what a bee for beautiful. Because it be, was a bee for beautiful. That is exactly <laughs> right. Because right, right. <laughs> it was a beautiful couple. And I was just not part of it. <laughs> and it was horrible. I'm not going to say I cried like a baby, but like my eyes weren't dry. Dude, that's for sure. Have you seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Do you know it? Yeah, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's like literally Jake Peralta's story. Jake Peralta. <laughs> he like literally has that story with that one girl. <laughs> Jake Peralta is too, like is too close to my life. <laughs> it's like, okay, this Andy Samberg and I are very similar because there's several of his stories. He always makes movie references. Mm-hmm. to like Always die hard. <laughs> Always die Almost hard. Always die hard. <laughs> I love die hard. Well, to encourage you, Ben, in the in the the great <laughs> words of Michael Scott <laughs> yeah. to Dwight, you didn't deserve her. You know, so don't worry about <laughs> <Okay>. it. <laughs> yeah, it's so encouraging. Yeah. Thanks, man. Listen, Ben, you're an, ama- you're, you're an amazing man. Uh, you're going to make it. some woman very yeah. proud. Yeah. This is very quickly <laughs> turned into building up Ben time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not. Yeah. That's what we're going to do for the rest of the podcast. It. We have like 15 it. minutes left of the podcast. It's not going to be We could turn into that. That's we could. Want. It could be that. <laughs> what Ben's <laughs> awkward love life. No, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Uh, we'll talk about anybody else's love life, but not my own. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what to, to talk about next. Y'all got me so si- uh, sidetracked here. Has this ever happened before? Uh, no, no. Usually wow. I don't get thrown off. Wow. Oh, we uh, did that one time. You like, yeah, well, blanked. I did blank. Well, because I was time. trying to form the question in my mind, mm. and it, it was wasn't it wasn't coming out. Yeah. yeah. It's probably it's probably a Spanish question, and my dyslexia yeah, was kicking in. Don't and even. I, I couldn't don't no, even. can't go back to that. You're trying to bring this back around to ask a question. I know you are. I'm trying to bring to like ooh are uh, you dyslexic no well let me let's you know this whole episode is <laughs> i feel like it's been about we started talking about burnout burn in but then we talked about relationships we talked about friendships we talked about rest we talked about inner peace outer peace what is a friendship maybe you don't have to name names where you feel like it fell through because i feel like a lot of the listeners here know we've been listening and they've probably been thinking about people in their lives that are super meaningful and what that relationship means but I bet just about every single one of them has had a failed relationship. 
what is something that you've learned, not just like a dating relationship, but also like a friendship where it's fallen through? Maybe you were the person in the wrong. Maybe you weren't the person in the wrong. Maybe it's both of you had things that you both did wrong. What is something that you've learned from that to strengthen other relationships that you could give somebody like, you're not alone, but this is what I learned from it? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've had friendships that, I wouldn't say they failed, but they just naturally grow apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a little bit, you know, growing up without, you know, cell phones on, and we moved around a little bit. Like, you know, I mean, it just, that naturally happened. There were friendships that were born and then they naturally kind of die off. I don't know if I've ever had like a, I mean, in middle school, I had a big falling out with a guy over a girl. Uh, but then that that was uh, it Jennifer and was the other guy named Ben. <laughs> I was actually the one dancing with Jennifer. No, 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 no. no. We gotta uh, settle this now, folks. No, it was it was you know we were like seventh graders or something. I can't remember what grade, eighth grade, seventh grade. I can't remember, but it was over a girl. Like naturally, you're you know Always. you're you know a kid. But I mean we we, I mean I think after a little, it got kind of nasty for a little bit. But I mean that's like you know kid stuff. I think the only mm-hmm. thing that's kind of um, I had a disagreement with a person um, once, and um, it's uh, the thing that I've I've learned from is that uh, there's always two sides to a story, and it never hurts to um, it never hurts to you know forgive and apologize and to ask forgiveness, even if you think you're in the right, even if you and, mm-hmm. and the the point is not being right or wrong, but it, the point is restoring. Um, something there and i think we were able to do that i know we were able to do that but um I, could I don't you make peace a... but not still be active friends well i, he, I don't I know that's I, capable well I, I mean i guess you you could I, I think there are some extreme circumstances for that um where you can make peace and and like someone that's really 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 harmed you really uh it's very toxic i think you can make peace and and kind of distance yourself but i've never had to I don't feel like I've ever had to do that in my life. I don't feel like I've ever had a need to do that. In well, my life. and, and to, to be fair, Nathan's a very easygoing person. I, I've I've said things to Nathan just to provoke him, <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, oh, that's cool, bro." It's, it's like what? It's very, very. Uh, I guess fair to say, I, I'm quite relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, I'm everything. just saying because, like, from your yeah. perspective, like your friendships a lot of times are going to be maybe a little different because. Of your personality. Well, and that's and that's how like I think my perspective and what I'm saying like it kind of sheds a light into kind of the way that I I think about life. My thing is is that and it's not a negative view, but you know it, with my belief, uh, I, I just believe that people we're all going to fail someone. Mm-hmm. We're always going to, especially the people that are closest to you. I mean, yeah. we're human. We err. We we mess up. We do stupid things. And to me, more importantly in my life is forgiveness and caring and love and mercy and grace and and truth and and i i want more than it you know i I know what it's like to mess up and to not feel forgiven i know what it's like to Mm, mess up and to feel like you're 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 you know you're not good enough and someone to hate you and for me like i don't want to put that on someone's Mm -hmm. life like i know what that's like and i know that even when i've been in the wrong like that that stinks you know and so for me i'm like why would i want to put that on someone else like i want everyone to be happy i want everyone to to enjoy life. I want everyone to find love. I want everyone to, you know, just find joy in life. And so for me, I'm kind of like, why, why would I harbor bad feelings? Mm-hmm. Why would I want, why would I want to do that? Why would I want that on, like add that stress or hurt of my own life? Like release it and, and people are going to make mistakes and that's okay. And, and I mean, not okay, but we move forward. It's, right. it's going to be all right. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think there even the opposite of that is like I've I've messed up real bad and I've been forgiven and I know how good that feels and how important it is. I mean, it it, it costs like forgiveness costs things for people and yeah. to, for someone to willingly give that and say like I'm gonna like I'm hurt from this and this hurt me and you can't fix it and that's yeah. okay. Um, but like you, you are, you know, we're going to move forward and I, yeah. I forgive you and, and to experience that from a person is, is huge. And Absolutely. so to be able to, even though it does cost something, I think to be able to hand that out to knowing the debt that I've been forgiven, um, ultimately like with Jesus is like, well, it should be easy to forgive other people for doing like ultimately kind of petty stuff a lot of times yeah. because of all that I've been forgiven for. So I think I feel similarly. I, I have a lot of, not a lot, but I have a good handful of like even high school friends that I've lost touch with, just don't keep up with as regularly with. But whenever we do get together and we actually, um, our first high school friend of that group just got married. And so we were all oh, at her nice. wedding and uh, it feels like picking back up where we left right. off. But there is kind of like some awkwardness of like, okay, I don't, I know the general questions to ask you, but like, I don't know really what's been going on in your life. And so you're going to have to like, give me a little so I can ask you some more questions. Yeah. Um, but also, I don't think I've had, I think sometimes like what you were saying about peace, but not really being friends. I think that happens more in romantic relationships sometimes where it's like, all right, cool. Like we're, we're good, but like, we're yeah. probably not going to be super tight anymore. Or the relationship definitely looks different than it yeah, did before absolutely. you started dating someone. But I don't, I haven't ever had like a super big falling out. There was this one girl in fourth grade, but it was a long time ago. What a B. I know. I know. What a she was in the person. wrong. So <laughs> just kidding. She was a, I, uh, I've been the one that has jacked up a lot of relationships. <laughs> I've had a lot of people pissed at me. Um, you know, I'm a pretty outgoing person, pretty, uh, I don't know. I could be I could be obnoxious as part of my charm, but also part of my default. <laughs> and just just being hashtag honest, like my buddy McKeever, he and I have been friends for a while. Sometimes we butted heads. One time I did him wrong, but he showed forgiveness and love, and we like reconciled. That's the, that's Josh, the guy that I'd go around in the yeah, uh, yeah. The, 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 the the guy we talked about earlier. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. love Josh. Yeah, I love Josh. It's a, it's a very small circle around this place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but one of the things is those like. He extended an olive branch, and I was like totally willing to take it. And one of the things that's actually, I've, I've kind of, since I've started grad school, I've played less Xbox. But one of the things that kind of helped our relationship was he, Garrett, myself, and Winston would play Fortnite online. <laughs> and I know it sounds so dumb, but since we all live in different cities, he was living in, in like, uh, was it Minnesota? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. And then Winston was living in Atlanta. Garrett was living in West Georgia. And, um, Dalton. Uh, Dalton. Well, Dalton area. Yeah, Dalton area. And I was in Dahlonega. But we were able to play Xbox Live. And like we just talked and like hung out and like mm-hmm. we were able to you know rekindle it. Um, my buddy Will Helms, I love Will, our senior year in high school, we grew up together. And we got in a fight over Ultimate Frisbee. And I was like, what you going to do about it? Like nothing. Like you can't beat me up. I could totally beat you up. And he just got mad, like pushed, whatever. Ben and was it, probably in the wrong in that one. I'm I sure probably, I probably was. Well, we, we talked about later. Will was saying, like, in my perspective was, it's just ultimate frisbee, like, we're guys, get over it. Mm-hmm. And the next day, I was like, I sat next to him at lunch. I was like, all right, dude, like, we're cool. But from Will's perspective, I had, like, done things that annoyed him, like, little things for was, a while. It was, yeah. And it was building up. Yeah. And I mean, I didn't know, because I let things, I forget mm-hmm. things. And so he, like, snapped. And that was... And we like didn't talk. 
it was that was in January of our senior year, and it wasn't till like graduation where I think it kind of clicked with Will. Like we're all about to go off to different colleges, da da. And I and I mentioned him, my buddy Trey, my buddy Thomas, in our graduation speech, or like the Four Horsemen type thing, which we have a text group called the Four Horsemen. Nice. And so that kind of and then it took about a year or so of our freshman year in college, and there's some things that happened in my life that kind of brought him closer, and he was there for me, like he showed up. And I was like, that's a deep-rooted friendship. Yeah. Like, you know, and we're, I mean, we're, we're great now, whatever. But it's just those friendships of, like, if they're deep-rooted, they're deep-rooted. Sometimes things happen and you, like, you make peace, but they're not deep-root, then they're going to f- just mm-hmm. kind of flutter away. Yeah. And I do have a lot of friendships. And just like a lot of people, you know, you get involved in different clubs, different organizations, different periods of lives, different summer camps you worked at or whatever it may be from Dollywood to, you know, all your whitewater rafting and guiding. I didn't guide um, anything. Yeah, yeah outdoor <laughs> education major. And, but for all these, like, 4-H, whatever, and so you had these relationships that are really strong, but you just don't keep in touch with them as often because you can't keep in touch with a thousand different people because right. that's, like, a full-time job. It's like, how are you? I texted you a week ago, but then you have to text a thousand other people. So, I don't know. I think it's just a fine balance of of just making sure you're intentional with the people you're around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you do have them around you or you do see them at a wedding right. or a reunion, just try not to make it awkward and be like, dude, I miss you. What's up? Like, talk to me. And just having those relationships and try to mend the ones that you can. Yep. For sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Nathan, any final words? Kaylee, any final words? What's up? Uh, make sure to grab the girl before the slow song of the first <laughs> dance, so that way she doesn't dance with anyone else. I can't follow that. That was incredible. I hate you, Nathan. <laughs> Bring it full circle, you know, Golly. full circle. Um, oh, I was going to say some mean things, but I won't because I want to see your forgiveness. Kaylee, do you have anything? I, I mean, how am I supposed to follow that? You know? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I can't. I'm out. Uh, so on, I, I gotta, just give me a second. Oh, you got it? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaylee's uh, about to pull up. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> That's all Kaylee needs. Download uh, Ham Horn app. <laughs> Ham Horn. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Great White Buffalo Podcast. We actually have merch coming out real soon in a, probably about a month or so, maybe less. So be looking for that. GWB Nation, we love you. We love the support. Thank you for joining our herd. We'll catch you next time on the podcast. Peace.